this morning, but uh, I want to kind of do things a little different because I don't want to I don't want to reread and, and and go over the same uh, uh, scriptures but one time because I'm really just heading somewhere anyway. Although I want to work through work through the the scriptures uh, up to the point where I want to be, but I just want to read that one time. And I'm not going to really read you a text, although I'll preach out of a certain place. But I don't want to really read that and then go back through it again. Kind of uh, uh, just uh, to be a, a steward of time, I guess this morning, and try to be uh, faithful with your time and the Lord's time, and and uh, do the best with that that I can. I know I fail at that a lot, <laughs> and uh, I use up everybody's time. Yeah, everybody's time gets used up. But uh, if you would, I know you just sit sit down, but let's stand again. Let's pray over this uh, lesson this morning, this uh, scriptures, uh, this service. Pray for your neighbors. Uh, I don't, the Lord knows who all's in here. The Lord knows who he sent here this morning. The Lord knows who he put in their heart to be here today and uh, why it is that he instilled in me what he did in me and uh, ordered this service. I do. I believe it. I believe there's, you know, all services are, are ordered, but I believe today is, is definitely ordered of the Lord. And, and it, if, if it ain't but for one, it's a glorious thing. But it, but it, it very well could be for many, many. So uh, today... Uh, I'm going to ask Brother Angle, if he would, to uh, ask the blessings on our time and uh, that, that God gets glory for all of it. Lord, as we open our hearts to receive your word, <clears throat> we thank you that it will be rightly divided, yeah. anointed when it leaves your lips, yeah, yeah. and anointed as it enters our hearts. Yeah, In Jesus' name, touch pastor today. Give him the mind of Christ. Yeah. Save us all from ourselves. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give the Lord the glory this morning. Lift him up. Amen. 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 You can be seated. Uh, you ain't got to stand because I'm going to just kind of walk through this little portion of Scripture uh, and then get to, to my main point, and then, and then we've only got one little piece of Scripture after that. So bless the name of the Lord. Amen. But I want you to turn, I'm going to read this, uh, and I'm going to read it out of my Bible. You can put it on the wall, 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 1. And uh, I'm going to start in verse 3, although that's not really where, it's just going, I don't want to work towards this thing. I want to work towards what, where, where, where this teaching is going and where the Lord is going with it. But it's, it starts like this. It says, uh, uh, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, ain't you glad about that? The God of all comfort, all comfort. That's the only place there is any comfort. Have you learned that yet? There is no comfort outside of God. If it is, if you think you found it, just hang on. It's vain. It'll shrivel up. It'll go away. It'll evaporate. It's like the new wiring off of uh, something that you've just bought. You think it's the greatest thing, and then when the news gone, nothing but remorse, <laughs> because all you got left is the old and a payment book. Amen. But he is the God of all comfort. You need to know that this morning. You need to remember that. And then he goes on, and listen here to what he says in verse 4, who comfort us. In all of our tribulations, that, that covers it all. That's trials, that's pains, that's sufferings, that's, that's hardships, that's persecutions, whatever trouble. 
He's the one that comforts us in that. And, and I love the way, that, I love this part of the scripture. And he goes on and, and he really tells us why, that, that we may be able then, this is why he comforts us in those times, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves were comforted by God. Amen. That's good. It's why we're comforted. It's, it's why the Lord touches us. It's where, it's where ministry starts. It is. Whatever you go through, whatever hurt, whatever pain. I've seen so many ministries begin at pain or at suffering or at hardship. And God comes and, and, and he touches our life and comforts us. And you can't help but come out of that wanting to help someone else. You want to you touch their life the same way. You're looking, and I don't know, it's, it's, it's really weird. When you go through something, all of a sudden you see 50 people that's going through what you went through. All of a sudden. No, 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 it's not really all of a sudden, but it's God's plan. And after that, he's blessed you. After that, he's touched your life. After that, he's walked you through that great trial, that tribulation, that, that pain, that anguish. That sickness, that disease, that, that tragedy. It, it, it's really, it, it's a whole lot better than seminary. It, it's a whole lot, it's schooling. It's schooling for life ministry. And, and though you may not have a, a degree or, or, or have a title, welcome to the ministry. Whatever you went through. And ever how God comforted you, you're now well and able to go and comfort those that are going through similar or like things. After the Lord healed me, I, I, I don't know, the phone, the phone wouldn't stop with people. It, it, it's led up some serious, but I still get the urge, the, the, the leading, to, 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 but how God blessed me to go tell. And it's in every case. You see ministries, you see people that, 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 God, that God has pushed uh, to do his work because of, of how he blessed them. Verse 5, let's, let's, let's get where we're going. Verse 5, for as the suffering of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also aboundeth. Ever what measure of the suffering is the same measure of the comfort. That sounds good when you're really going through it. If you're really going through something, man, that sounds good that that same comfort is coming back. You ever been through something real bad? That sounds real good because, you know, it's really going to be better. Verse, verse 6, and whether we be afflicted, it's for your consolation. Even yet further, maybe even salvation, which is effectual in the enduring of the same suffering which you also suffer. Or whether it be, or whether it be comforted, it is for your consolation and salvation. And our hope of you is that is steadfast, knowing that as you are partakers of the suffering, so shall you also be be of the consolation of the of the comfort. That's our hope. And then, and then, right here is where we're going to start uh, uh, getting to the place to where. 
he starts identifying where I'm going this morning. He says then, he says, for I don't want you to be ignorant of our trouble, which came to us in Asia that we were, listen, pressed out of measure. That sounds like a lot. Above strength. Insomuch that we despaired even of life. Heavy, heavy stuff. Pressure. Heavy stuff. Where you, where you don't know. Don't know. If, pray, pray for daylight and then pray for dark. Y'all ever been there? Wish it'd get daylight and then when it gets daylight you wish it's dark again. Pressed. Amen. But listen, here it is. So here we, here's, here's a couple verses that I want to settle in on. In the midst of all that, in the midst of all that, he's saying, in the, we had the sentence of death in ourselves. Listen, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God, which raises the dead. In the midst of all that, in the midst of being pressed beyond even knowing if you could live on. We had the sentence of death in ourself. You know what happened to Paul? You know, you know how Paul's just telling us how, how he got through that tough time? He's saying, he's saying, that's the day that I really found the cross. And that time, that's when I found, when I was really pressed. When I was when I when I was nigh unto death, when I was to the place of even discouraged to despair. The day the day that I began to turn the corner is is when 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 I got to the place that I found the cross, this sentence of death even in myself. It's the day I quit relying on myself. It's the day that I give up self-reliance. It's the day that I found the cross and and to begin to, to crucify everything that I was. And, and begin to trust in the resurrection. In life. Begin to trust in, in the resurrected deliverance power of the reality of Jesus Christ. That there's something beyond. When, when it's not in my strength. And when I know it's not in my strength. Sometimes we just need to give up on ourselves. I know this is an age. This is an age that promotes uh, all that self stuff, and you just need to feel good about yourself. And I guess that's all well and fine to a certain degree. But I'm gonna tell you what: the one that rose up is the one you need to feel good about. That's the one you need to feel good about. That's the one you need to have your image in. That's the one you gotta connect to. Because, because if, if I'm just connecting, if I'm still just depending on myself, well, I'm going to tell you what, I'm not going to get beyond the despair. I'm not going to get beyond the discouragement. I'm not going to get beyond the being pressed. I'm not going to get beyond any of that. It's only, it's only through trusting, trusting him that, that rose from the dead. Trusting him who God raised from the dead. That's the only way. There is no other way. That's the only place that I can get beyond that. Amen. 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 Verse 10. Verse 10. Who has delivered us 
It's tied back to the, to the resurrection. That's where Paul, Paul's hope of, of deliverance, your hope of deliverance this morning, my hope of deliverance, it's not in, in anybody or anything, it's in God. If there be any deliverance left on planet earth, it's going to connect back to him who rose from the dead. It's going to connect back to him who, who delivered us, listen, from so great a death, does deliver, and in whom we trust that he will yet deliver. I'm going to tell you something. This morning, there's deliverance in whatever phase of life you're sitting here in. Oh, glory to his name. Hey! It's in all tenses of life. I don't care what tense of life you're in. There's deliverance. Hey! There's deliverance in God. There's deliverance in Him that rose from the dead. There's deliverance in all three tenses. In the past. In the past. Some of y'all know what the, you remember the past. You, you know the deliverance that that brings. And we're going to talk, that's really what we're going to spend a lot of our time on. But, but, but that, that, that transfer, Paul said, that's no different. It's the same today. And not only that, but we can sit up on these pews with a hopeful gander, a hopeful, as dark as it looks, and as ugly as this, the, 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 the future skyline looks as far as the world and culture and social stuff and social issues, as dark as maybe things in your life look, you can sit up on this pew this morning with a hopeful gander towards the future, towards what's coming, towards what's next, and say, yeah, and he will yet, no matter what's coming, what's next, no matter what is, I'm, in, I'm in danger of, I still, he will deliver me yet. Whatever's going to shackle you in the future. Whatever bondage comes, whatever work of the enemy, whatever fear, whatever distress, whatever dark day. That's a ray of sunlight on a dark day right there. That, that should just rip away the fear of the future. Makes a lot of people afraid of tomorrow. Fearful of what's happening tomorrow. And I understand. But let me just tell you what. Him that, the only way you should be afraid is if you're trusting in yourself. And what you need to do is quit, is walk away from yourself. Start trusting in him who has raised from the dead. And I tell you what, and start looking for tomorrow as, 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 as hopeful, as hopeful as you possibly can. Because he is yet able to deliver. Amen. 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 I'm going somewhere. I always say that, don't I? I don't know if I ever get there. But I always say I'm going somewhere. So so let me just kind of, before, before we go to verse 11, let me just kind of put a, 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 a bow or a conclusion. Uh, I think there's two conclusions that I really want to bring out of what we've read so far. And then, and then move where we're going. Two conclusions. And, and, and one, one is this. As, as long what this scripture is kind of telling me, we're going to always have trouble, trial, danger, pain, as long as we're here. We are. It's always going to come. I don't, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. You're, we're going to, there's going to be trouble. There's going to be pain. There's, there's hard times coming. There's, there's suffering coming. There's pain that's coming. And we don't even know to the magnitude. We don't know some even to what part. And, 
And, and some of us may sit there like Job and worry about our greatest fear. And, but we can't worry about that. But I just want to tell you, one conclusion I get from this is there is, there is trouble, there is danger, there is pain as long as we're here. But here's the, here's the good news that Paul has brought us to. As long, as long, as long as that's true, so is the other part that I can constantly expect that God, that God, that God can deliver no matter what. No matter what trouble comes, no matter what title you want to put on, no matter how much you imagine, how many of y'all got good, painful, negative, dark imaginations, and you can think the worst at any time. Well, I'm going to tell you what, God's still able in any midst of that to deliver. Amen. He is well able. The past says he has. The present says he will or, 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 that he, or that he does. And then the future says that he will. So this morning, there's a lot of you here. Your past says that, oh, yeah, he does. This place is full of delivered folk from various things. I could call on any number of people this morning who's had deliverances of uh, of addictions and depressions, uh, uh, spiritual, sinful, relational, all sorts of negative attitude like depression and fear and anxiety that God has delivered. You're sitting here in the past tense. You ought to just thank God. Just take a minute right there. And all you that's got that sitting here in past tense, hey, of all that God's done, you ought to just lift up your voice. You ought to give God the glory. Give him a shout. Say, hey, thank you, Lord, for the deliverance. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you've done, what you have done. Because he's, he's, he's operated in the past. <laughs> you ain't got time. For all the stories. I know a lot of them. You ain't got time. You ain't got time for mine. All the past. All the past. But that's good news for us this morning. Because we're sitting here in the present. Sitting here in the present. And, and you know what? He still does. He still does. He connected it to the past. Anything he done in the past, he still does. That's what Paul's saying. Paul's saying this, this didn't have no time expiration. It didn't have no shelf life. It didn't run out. I've, I'm definitely not one of them, one that believed that it ended. I'm definitely not one of them that believed that it stopped. That, 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 I definitely believe that it's still going on. That he's still able. Matter of fact, it's such good news. I hope you get it today. I hope nobody leaves here today without finding him that does. Him that can today. I hope everybody in this place that needs deliverance from something finds him that does today. But I tell you what, I've even got a hopeful heart for them that, 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 that kind of push back or do not even receive it today because I know what? He's still out there in the future. Hey! I preach, I'll not be, hey, I'll not get down, I'll not get discouraged, I'll not get depressed if no one even responds. Because you know what? I know he's still in the future. He's still there. 
because he's the God that does. He's the God that will. He's the God that has. Amen. Amen. So that brings us to verse 11, and then i got to get to my closing verse, believe that or not. But it'll take a minute. Just, just bear with me. Listen. You also helping together by prayer for us that for the gifts bestowed, the gift bestowed, what the gift of the deliverance bestowed upon us by the, by the means of many persons, thanks be given by many on your behalf. So what I want to spend the, the last little bit of our time together with is, is that thought about deliverance. And I want to use it in a way that I want to keep context. I want to use it just like Paul preached it, just like Paul wrote it in Scripture. I want to connect it. I want to connect the three tenses. I want to connect the past. I want to connect with the present. And I want to, I want to still see it yet in the future. And here's what I found about God's deliverance. You know, there's certain aspects about it. There's certain things about it. There's certain elements. Now, this, this had gotten great big, and I had to ask the Lord. I said, because, man, there's a lot of stuff about deliverance. Because he is a deliverer. That's, that's what he come to do. We found out Wednesday night in Galatians that was his Jesus Christ. That's why Jesus Christ died. Jesus Christ died to deliver us from this present evil world. That's what the whole story is about. The whole story is about pulling us out of this thing. Delivering us from the condemnation of this world and the corruption of this world and the chaos of this world. That's what Jesus, that's his whole purpose. And, and you find that whole purpose from the fall in the garden all the way to the book of Revelation where deliverance is signed, sealed, and delivered, baby. And we're his. Woo! Yeah. Help me, bug. Help me. We got my helper back there. Woo! <laughs> Amen. Amen. But... So, so, I have to. I have to be honest. With you. My mind, my mind, my mind. I couldn't get away from the children of Israel. I, I just couldn't get away because that is the biggest picture, the prettiest picture of deliverance that you'll see, as far as pictorial and and and, and illustrate it before us and 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 vivid, vivid and plain. You don't have to guess about it. You don't have to wonder. You can just see how God moved in with His four hundred years in bondage, or the last. The last years, especially bondage under Pharaoh and the people that were under such. And, that, and that's the heart of it is, is the affliction and the misery and the hurt. And they would cry out. And God heard them. He heard them cry out. And, and God, 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 God's heart is deliverance. I want you to get that. God's heart is deliverance this morning. His heart's not to crush, His heart's not to destroy. His, heart's, his heart does not, he, he so loved the world. God's heart this morning is deliverance. He wants more than anything in this place this morning to see people go free, to break loose. It's his heart. It's his desire. It's what, he's, it's what his book's about. It's what the plan of salvation is all about. But we see it illustrated in that story with the children of Israel. And I'll just be honest with you, that's where it got big. That's where I said, oh, my gosh, because that's a huge story. If you take into account all that God did, when God heard him and, and he raised up Moses, he done planted Moses, he done schooled Moses. Moses had run off for 40 years after, after kind of going about it the wrong way. 
and he's on the backside. You remember the wilderness there, tending sheep and still, 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 still doing, doing well, doing his thing. And, and God called him back. Remember on the scene, and, and he come back. And it, I mean, what a story! God working with Moses and Aaron, and and and, and just the magnitude. Here, here, think about the magnitude of this. Some, some, some commentators say two million, some say ten. I don't know. Once you get into millions, it, whatever you make. I mean, you have to just do, you know. I, I'm kind of like that. If, it, if it's a whole lot of stuff, I mean, what difference does it make? I mean, I mean, you know, even, i tell you what, honestly, if you give me two million, I'd be happy with that just the same as I would ten. Anybody want to? <laughs> I mean, it don't really make no difference. You know what I'm saying? I would be happy with that, but, but, but. Uh, think about that. At, at least two million delivered. At least. So I, I asked the Lord to help me trim this down and, and to break it down to that, that that we can connect from the past that would be applicable today without going through all that story in its entirety. And yet could, we could leave here this morning with, with our eye on the future, knowing no matter what comes tomorrow, tell your neighbor, no matter what comes tomorrow, <laughs> no, hey, no matter what news we get, tie it to the future as well. The same God. The same God that delivered. The same God that did deliver. So, so you know what? The Lord is faithful. He is faithful. He, is a, he took all of my studies. I had probably 10 pages of notes. But that don't bode well for Walton P.H. Church on Sunday morning. <laughs> 10 pages of notes is way too many to try to even condense. You know what the Lord did? Lord, give me one scripture. He is so good. He's so awesome. And, 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 it, and it's, it, it, it comes from a song or a psalm. It comes from a song, a psalm. It comes where they were singing, really rehearsing his his deliverance. And in that, in that rehearsal or in that, in that singing of that one psalm, that one verse, there's the three elements that connects to the past. You'll see it. Those of you that said, I've been delivered in the past, you'll see it. But you'll see the three elements that connects the past with the hope of what he can do today. And the faith for what he may have to do for you tomorrow. You'll see it. It's in one little simple verse. It's actually in Psalms 105. Psalms 105, verse 37. And this, this was just reciting what God had done for them in Israel, in Egypt, as they come out. It's a simple verse, but it's powerful. Listen to what he says. It says, as they were singing. Paul, I don't know if you can write a song out of these three verses or not. You know, I said that. I, I, I preached on Solomon's house that time, and Jordan wrote that song, uh, uh, God's House. He did. So you never know. Amen. Listen, listen. He brought them forth. Somebody say deliverance. Now, also with silver and gold, and there was not one feeble person among their tribe. You just go ahead and let that soak in a minute. I'm going I'm to I'm fill it in there. It's just three things, though. 
Genesis 3 day, and it, it, it lit me up. I got actually, I actually got a hold of this on Tuesday. And I was about to bust to preach it Wednesday, but I had, I had an agenda for Wednesday. But it lit me up, and I needed it. I'll tell you what, I needed it on Tuesday. I did. I did. But listen, he brought them forth. Here, here's kind of, if, if I could say it like this, here's kind of the three elements that I want to talk to you as we close out that connects the past, connects us to today, and, and even we can look hopefully to the future. And, and, and first, first we, we see the power of deliverance, the power of deliverance. And then we see, we see the riches of deliverance. And then we see the strength. Oh. Hey! There's all three is there. They, they summed it up. They helped the preacher sum it up. Instead of me going through 14 chapters of Exodus. They summed it up. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But here, here it is. I want you to realize this morning, the deliverance that's in the past, the same deliverance that, that, that brought 2 million, 10 million, whatever, free from Egypt. Slaves. Been in bondage for all them years. Slaves. Powerless. Poverty stricken. Beaten down in their spirit. No hope. There's, there's, there's just one power. Deliverance always is divine. It's supernatural. I don't care any way you want to cut that, any way you want to. He has to bring you forth. This morning, that's, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing that was in the past. Today, it's the same thing. If you're sitting here on this bench this morning and you got something that God, you need God to move on or you need God to work in or you need God to lead in, I'm going to tell you what, it'll be divine. It'll be a divine. It'll be supernatural. It'll be God raising up and working His work. Now, I'm not saying He won't use other elements because He did even in that story. But ultimately, it's divine. He might use a Moses. And He might use a Aaron. And He might use a rod of a man named Moses. And He might use various things of men. He might use, he might use the prayers of men this morning. The prayers of people, but it'll still be divine. We might take all out this morning and anoint you with that if you're here with something. And, 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 but it'll still be divine. We, we might come to this altar and all of us pray for you, but it'll still be divine. No matter what it is, he might use various things. It might just be a single prayer. Just one single prayer. Or it might be prevailing power of years and years and years. But it's still divine. It's still God moving. It might even be a shadow. Peter's shadow. That is the coolest story ever. But it wasn't Peter. It was divine. I see a shadow. Yeah. It was still divine. It was divine. It was God in the midst of it. It wasn't Peter. It might just been a, the hem of the garment this morning. Hem of a garment. But it's still, the, it's not the garment. We don't need to, uh, to, 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 to set our, put, a gar, put the garment in a mosque or in a, in a mausoleum or in a museum or, or, or parade it around. Oh, it's not. It might be dirt and spit. 
But we don't, but we don't, we don't line our altars with dirt and spit. Because it was divine. It's what it was. We might fast and pray, but it's still divine. It's still supernatural. It is his power. It is him. No matter. It might, you know what? Let me just say this. It might just be the word spoken. Speak the word only. Bam. Deliverance. Deliverance. But it's divine. There's nothing special about the vessel other than he was obedient. It's nothing special. Somebody might grab your hand. I'm going to tell you, there's more power in the fuse than what you ever imagined. He might use Gail this morning. He might use Sheena this morning. He might use, use Tosh this morning. He might use Nate this morning. That's why it's so important when God puts on your heart to be obedient. He's trying to do something divine. Something divine. But that's the power. That's the power of the past. It was God moving. The power of the past. The same that's for the present. Whatever it is we run into in the future, it's still going to be His power. Whatever you give God glory for a while ago, all you that give glory for deliverances, it was divine. He might have used various other things and systems and, and, and thing and such things. Amen. But it was divine. Everything in my life. I had some encouragement. I had some help in. I, I, I tried to prop myself up with this, but it was always divine. It was a divine thing. When I come from being spiritually dead, it's divine. It's divine. It's always divine power. Now, he, like I said, he might use some, point one, he might use some other form. A Aaron, a hymn, a prayer, an altar call, a neighbor. It don't even have to be an altar. I led a man to, to the Lord at a tire machine. And the tears that he cried out in repentance run through the tire dust. Look like mascara. But it's divine. It's divine. The other part of that, it's divine. But yeah, he still uses, he still uses and, and has to use a certain amount of our action and will. I mean, no, they had to come forth. They had to get up. They had to be willing. How many know this morning? You got to be willing. You got to want to be. You got to hunger to be. They had already been crying out. So I think that was obvious. But there's got to be a will to be set free. You can't want to stay there. Now I know once they got out and things got hard, they wish they'd went back. Lies. They didn't know what they was talking about. They lied. They they lied. I always thought that was hilarious. They, they remember the onions and the garlic and the leeks, and I'm like, ain't y'all got nothing better to think on? If that was as good as it's got in Egypt, take me on somewhere. 
I'll tell you right now. But that's representative, I think, of where they come from. Amen. Amen. So there's got to be an action. There's got to be the will to go forth. I love this story, though, because this story tells us that, it, that, you know what, this divine power did it completely, wholly. You, 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 when you read that story, you read that whole story, the Bible says that there wasn't even a hoof of a cattle or of a livestock left. It all come out. If it was connected to God's hey, it all, it all came out. Nothing was left. It all came. They didn't leave nothing behind. I'm going to tell you something. Deliverance is like that. Deliverance ain't a little bit or parked away. Hey! It ain't just parked away. Oh, no. When God works, he, he wants to bring even the hoof out. He's not going to leave anything behind. You've got no reason to go back. He's delivered you. You only got reason to go forward. You only got future. There's nothing in the past. There ain't even no dried up milk cow left back there. Go forth. And I got to get to the next point real quick, but I got to throw this in. You, you know, did you, I know you've read the story, but let me throw this in there. Do you see when it is that, that God delivered them? It's such a good story. It was, it was after the plagues didn't do it, did it? All the hardships, the plagues, that ain't when they got, it, it was after they shed the blood of the Lamb. And not just after they shed the blood of the lamb, but after they applied it to their life. When they applied it to their house. When they applied it to their doors. After that, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you, whatever didn't apply the blood in Egypt died in Egypt. I'm going to tell you something this morning. There is no deliverance outside of the slain lamb. The same power that was in the past for deliverance is the same power that's present today. And it's in the slain lamb. It's in the blood. There would be no deliverance outside of the blood of Christ on our life. None. But after they slayed the lamb and they Put it on the door. And death come through the land. But God delivered them. God delivered them. Cows and all. He delivered them. So, so, first point is, is that, is that. It's the power of deliverance. It's, it's just divine. It's divine. It's divine power. Now, there's many aspects and there's more, but I ain't got time. But that's the first one. The second thing I want you to notice, and I love this. It was deliverance, not only with that, but that we will see the riches of the deliverance. This is an awesome thing. Because they come forth with gold and silver. Now, I don't want you to get stuck on just monetary thing. But when they came out, this is the whole point. Hey, when they came out, they came out richer. 
It profited. I just want to tell somebody this morning. If you can come out, it will profit you. It will profit you. There's a great value. There's great jewels. There's, there's great graces of gold. It's, it's of a great value. They, they didn't just escape. Nobody in here this morning, you're not going to sneak at the altar here, sneak up and, and just escape. You're not going to try to escape by the skin of your teeth. Oh, no. God wants to bring you out and to bring you out enrich us and enrich your life. And you be, and you be, your life be much more valuable now than it is. Whatever's holding you back right now, if, if you let the Lord deliver you by His divine power, by the slain blood, He'll bring you out richer. Richer. <laughs> they ain't a trial. They ain't a trial I ever went through. Including this pastor. They ain't a hardship, a suffering, a pain, even a, even self-inflicted bondages that I've ever went through that I that when God delivered me, I didn't come out richer. I'm a rich man. Of all that God's delivered me. All those trials, all the you know, I, I don't never try to make, you know, publicize my past life, but I'm going to tell you what, because of all that, I'm richer. Folk that's been delivered, they're just rich. They're just rich. God's brung them out, and they have this, this, these, these grace jewels and and, and they have it gold for experience. They're rich in experience. They're, they're rich in gratitude. You sit around somebody that's been delivered of a lot. They just thankful. You can I'm gonna tell you what, they just plumb thankful. It ain't the fake mamsy pamsy junk either. I mean it ain't the stuff that people just like to splash out for everybody to think, oh look how great oh no, it's the real deal, baby. They don't have to have a crowd, they don't have to have nobody. Matter of fact, more times than not when they by themselves they'll be like Not a soul around. You don't care who's. You know, it's not for the crowd. It's for the one. Hey, it's for my. Hey, it's for my deliverer. It's for my God. It's gratitude. Can't sing a lick. When I get by myself, I sing to him. I tell him how thankful I am. I make up my own words. Amen. Riches, joy. Man, there ain't never been a trial I ain't come out of on the other end. I couldn't cut a little rug. Shout, jump, run. I got a little slower in my older age, but I still caught a little jig now and again. Hey! Joy! Same it was in the past. I guarantee you, them two million folk come out with their cow and come out with all the gold, all the, the remnant, all those things of, of, of Egypt come out bearing all that stuff. Don't they? I guarantee you, they, they was cutting some shine. Hey, that's where that song, look what the Lord has done. 
Look what the Lord has done. Hey! I about guarantee it. They didn't, have, they didn't have to have a, a, a worship leader. They didn't, have to have, they didn't have to have Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> oh, bless his name. Riches. Riches. I got finished. Here, here's, here's, here's one of the biggest points. This is the point that really fires me up this morning. Listen to what he goes on to say. We, we, we done, we done seen, we've seen the power of the deliverance. We've seen the riches of the deliverance. But here's the strength. And he says, and there was not one feeble person among them all. Think about that. See, that's deliverance. Oh, my God. That's deliverance right there. Now, that's the difference in man-made malarkey and deliverance. Because there's strength. There's God-given strength, not one. Here's the whole point. Here's the whole power of that. Not one feeble. Out of two million, ten million, not one. Not one. Livestock was all good, too. Or or the ones that got down, they eat on the way. Ribeye time. But not one feeble person. And here, here's the whole thought. Here's what God, when God delivers, He gives us strength for the whole journey. Oh! So don't you sit there this morning thinking I'm not strong enough. Well, you're right. I'm glad you come to the sentence of death. I'm glad you're just like Paul, and now you've come to the cross because you're not strong enough. And now we trust in this resurrected Savior. And I want you to know this morning that if God delivers you, He's going to give you strength for the entire journey. All the way. All the way. All the way. I got my helper again. Hey, all the way. All the way, baby. All the way, bug. All the way. He said, y'all be too quiet. I'll help my paps out. Y'all just sit there. Just sit there on your hands. I'm going to jump in here right now. My, my paps is laboring. I'm going to jump in here. He said, y'all just be still. The babes will cry out. All the way. That's what it's about. If he delivers you, he's going to deliver us for the whole journey. All the way through. He's going, he's going, he's going to give us, he's going, I, I like to put it like this. He's going to give us walk out and walk off strength. He's strength to walk out and just walk right off. Walk out of that thing's life walk out of that hole walk out of that depression walk out of that anxiety walk out of that fear walk right out of those bondages 
walk out of, yes, even addictions. Hey, Smitty in here this morning, he gives strength. Some of us didn't know how. We didn't know how he's going to do it. As a matter of fact, we questioned it. We wondered, is there really strength to walk out of addictions? And there's many in here this morning. You know what? Not only did he give strength, he gave us strength to walk out. Walk off. Strength for the journey. There is. There's strength this morning. I have, I have enough strength just to walk off. I want to tell you something. In this story, in this story, the weakest of them was still strong enough. You might think you're the weakest one in here. Well, guess what? You're still strong enough because it ain't about you. It ain't about you. It ain't about you. If you would get this sentence of death in your own body and decide, you know what, I need to grab hope to the cross and put your faith in the risen Savior, its strength ain't nothing about you. Now, until you do that, it's all about your strength, and you're right. You're going nowhere. You're not going to walk off. You're not going to walk out. We're going to find you at that same place next year. And there's no deliverance. There's just around that same issue. But if he brings forth, if you allow him to bring forth and enrich you, He's going to give you strength. Is there anybody in here connected? What a God. What a, what a gift. The gift of deliverance. What a gift. The best way I know to relate that to, some of you will get this. This is the best way I can, that strength I can relate. Paul, you can get ready to come. The best way I can relate that strength, you remember when you first got saved with that first love and that passion and that zeal and that fire and what was it? What was it? Remember, you come out with such strength. So strong. That's that's what... That's what this is. It's that strength. It's that power. That none's feeble. It's a gift. It's God's gift through Jesus Christ. It's his gift through Jesus Christ. Now I know deliverance is a big, wide, sweeping topic. And of course, first and foremost, man, there needs to be deliverance from spiritual death. Lest there'll be none, because it has to be the blood of the Lamb. Without that, there is no deliverance. So first and foremost this morning, if you've not been born again, you'll not know the riches, you'll not know the strength. You'll just know your own efforts. You'll know religion, maybe. You'll know systems, maybe. You'll know commands and, and lists and principles, maybe. But you'll not know deliverance. There's no deliverance in the law. There's no deliverance in those systems. The deliverance is through the shed blood of Christ Jesus. And then from there, I've learned over the years, there's, there is such a hodgepodge of things that 
people need deliverance from. You know what our world needs today? Deliverance. You know what man's suffering from today? He needs deliverance. That's what we need. We need deliverance from this present evil world. Maybe yours ain't spiritual or maybe yours ain't even a sinful one. But maybe it's anxiety. Maybe it is depression. Maybe it is fear or worry. Oppression. Insecure. There's so many bondages. There's so many things that God wants to bring you forth and make you rich so that next week when you see that one that's got anxiety, you can comfort them with the same comfort that he comforts you with. Maybe you're here with an addiction. Same thing. Maybe it's porn. Lord put that on my heart, I believe, right there, because it just come out of nowhere. Maybe it's porn or sexual. They're bondages. They're bondages. Deliverance. He wants to, he wants to bring you forth. And enrich you. He don't want you to feel bad about yourself. He wants to enrich you and deliver you and make you strong. Years ago, I had a buddy talk to me about how, how, how I got through all the alcohol and how I got through that. And I told him, and I didn't even realize it, but I was preaching what I'm preaching today. I, I told him, I said, I can walk right by the beer cooler right now and it don't bother me. Because it's deliverance. It's deliverance. It's deliverance. It's give me strength. He'll give you strength this morning. He'll give you strength. He'll give you strength. Maybe it's the flesh. The flesh. Pain. Suffering. Disease. It's all about deliverance.